I'm gonna tell you what it is, okay? It's a dumbass white movie about some dumbass white girls getting their white asses cut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> yeah, I suppose Sandra Bullock is Miss Ethnicity, right? Well, no, all I'm saying is that the horror genre is historical for excluding African American elements. Well, that's how you get your PhD in black cinema, Sister Soldier. guys, it's Charday Sellers. I'm back with some Halloween resurrection information today. I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Courtney Martin. Hey, y'all. And we've got a lovely guest today. Our intern, Kristen, is here. Say hi to everyone, Kristen. Hi. Kristen, <laughs> where are you from? What do you do? What do you want to do? I'm from White Plains, New York, and I want to be a cinematographer. <laughs> That's right. And do you go to school at Drexel? I do, yes. So you move from White Plains to... Where where is Drexel? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You know the whisper. Philadelphia. <laughs> you can tell me. Philadelphia. How is that? Is that different? Because White Plains sounds like it's super white. <laughs> it's actually pretty diverse. Oh, is um, it? Yeah. It was it was nice growing up there. It was kind of weird going to Drexel because I don't feel like it's super diverse there. It doesn't feel like it. It's not Chris. Film. Chris wins the Drexel. Um, well, there's a reason why it's referred to as a predominantly white institution. Uh very in in Philadelphia is like a quite a diversity. So I mean, no shade, love go dragons, but you know, yeah. you know what it is though. I mean, we're we're gonna get into the Halloween resurrection soon, you guys. So bear with us. But um, I mean, film schools are notoriously expensive, and it's really just a disparity for class and minorities can't afford that. I I skip film school. Uh, because I went to LA Film School on an orientation. They're like, oh, it's 80K a year. And I was like, wait, what? Nah. If I had 80K, I'm just going to make my movie. So not that I'm saying if you guys are in film school, please don't drop out right now. <laughs> don't, don't do that. But, um, you know, I just, that's why it's like that. It's not really made for everyone to go to. It's kind of turned into this whole elitist thing to make a film. And that's not how it used to be. Um, I mean, I am really happy with my decision to go to film school because you could drop 80K in a movie, but if you don't have the proper training, you know, you just kind of burn But if 80K. you're a white man, if, if <laughs> I'm you get to fail Max upward. Landis, oh. <laughs> I can drop. Oh, he actually, he, he, um... He spoke to our class when I was in this program. Stop. So he might be a little affiliated. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, not, no, 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 not, not that like, I mean, we're, we're calling the shit out, but you know. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enough of that. We're so happy to have you here, Kristen. Kristen's interning with us for the summer. She's doing our social media. So if you're sending any hate messages, she gets them. I don't get them. Chris don't get them. Uh, Kristen does. She's so sweet. So please don't send us any hate mail. We're starting off this episode today. We're doing Halloween Resurrection, you guys. And I really, really wanted to do this episode because this film gets a lot of shit talked about. it, Rightfully so. <laughs> but... Usually when I listen to um, horror review podcast, they're talking shit about Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. And I will not have mm, that no. in my life because we're going to get into it. But I want to go over some facts about Halloween Resurrection real quick. It was released on July 12th, 2002. Oh, my God, today. We're recording this on July 12th. It is Happy a, anniversary, happy guys. Happy anniversary. 
for this shitty, shitty film, but happy anniversary. <laughs> um, it's only 94 minutes long. And usually I say, oh, that's a, a tight 90. This is not a tight 90. This was a very painful 94 minutes. Um, but it had a budget of 13 million. It was distributed by Dimension Films, which as you all should know, if you're in the film business, was Harvey Weinstein's. And now they're no longer, you know, available. Um <laughs> It was directed by Rick Rosenthal, who also was the director for Halloween 2. So he's kind of making this little comeback here. And Halloween 2 was great. It was written by Larry Brand and Sean Hood. Cinematographer was David Gades. Editor was Robert A. Ferretti. And then we have our Black people in the film, which we'll only be covering because, you know, this is Afro-horror. Busta Rhymes plays Freddie Harris. Tyra Banks is Nora Winston, and Sean Patrick Thomas is Rudy Grimes. And I almost forgot about Sean Patrick Thomas. They did him so <laughs> dirty, like, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So if you guys didn't, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you like horror films and you've probably already seen this. But basically, this film was uh, right after Halloween H2O, which was really awesome. I really enjoyed Halloween H2O with LL Cool J. And I really wanted to cover that one, too. But we're doing another LL Cool J movie. Um, so we already did Deep Blue Sea, if you're listening to this episode. So that's why we didn't cover Halloween H2O, even though he lives at the end of that film, which is really exciting yeah. for us. Um, but, okay, so let's jump into it. So, Chris, you rewatched this, what, two days ago? Uh, yeah, two days ago. How is it watching it after so many years? <sighs> um, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I It was a little bit... At first, I was like, well, you know, is this one of these situations where, like, I just think that this is getting a little shitty because I'm in my head and I've quote unquote evolved with my tastes. Um, but no, I think it was kind of, it was kind of always. It was all over the place. Chris, are you juicy? <laughs> First of all, can I ask you, how old are you? I am 27. Oh, oh, so, oh, Kristen or Chris? Sorry. I know that's, wow, we got to come up with. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Chris, can I call you Kirsten? Like Kirsten Dunst. You can call me Cece. Cece, okay. Well, Cece, Chris, Courtney, Martin is now Cece. And Kristen is now Kristen, if you guys are listening to Keep Up. Kristen, how old are you? I'm 20. Oh my God, a baby. Are you Gen Z then? Is that, that what year are you born? Ah, uh, 1999. Oh no, you're you're one of us. She's a millennial. Yeah. Okay. Just, just like got the, in. <laughs> yeah, like the very yeah, yeah end. Okay, so this movie came out 2002. So when did you see it? Obviously not when you were like <laughs> <laughs> I three. saw it. I want to say like early high school. So it was a while ago, but I did, still remember it. Yeah. Do you did you rent it from like Blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to say I don't really remember how I got to it, but um, yeah, it was it was a fun launch. <laughs> I remember we rented it from Blockbuster, and I remember I like liked it when I first saw it because I was twelve when this movie yeah. came out. I mean, it wasn't hard to impress me, a twelve year old. Yeah. Um, I still okay. Look, I'm still going to defend this movie. I still think as a standalone horror film, it's fine. You know, it's very early 2000s, but as a, a part of the Halloween franchise, it's out of place. It's completely out of place. Like, we just, and Halloween H2O was so good. So yeah. it was really weird, but I heard a lot of things about the producers and the script, and they just wanted to push another one out. They were just kind of feed feed the frenzy because H2O did so well. Yeah, I think that it, if you take it as sort of like an alternate universe sort of thing then it's a lot I like more fun. that i like that yeah, yeah. it's a spider-verse dimension yeah. it's a different dimension <laughs> enter the michaelverse <laughs> no that's brilliant you're absolutely right 
I'm going to look at it that way from now on. So because, um, well, first of all, Jamie Lee Curtis doesn't last long in this film. She She's out within the first 10 minutes, yeah. if, if that. And I actually kind of liked that because I was like, ooh, what a twist. Like, where's the movie going to go from here? We just lost the lead of our franchise. And honestly, um, all the Halloween fans are going to come at me, but it gets kind of repetitive to see Laurie Strode just like evade this fucker for 20 years. And I'm like, just kill her. <laughs> like, so I was really happy when she actually did die because I was like, oh, this means we're taking a new turn in the series. Um, but then it, it doesn't live up to what we all thought. I mean, I thought it would be kind of dope if they had Laurie as the anti-Michael, because you know how Michael dies a bajillion times and comes back? I mean, they're siblings, so why not? Yeah, she she makes it work. Yeah, yeah. she could have tucked and rolled after, <laughs> after falling off that, that building. That 12-story building. <laughs> she's, she's superhuman, too. <laughs> Um, I think it was really like Jamie Lee was like, I'm done after this. You guys finished my contract, which is hilarious because then she did the movie last year, which I actually didn't like. Uh, did you watch it? Um, I did not. You didn't last, watch it? I didn't. Last year was very a very rough year for me. Oh, okay. I did not get a lot of leisure time. But, gotcha. you know, new things. New it's things. on HBO if you want to oh, use my yeah, password. Yeah, HBO. <laughs> <laughs> watch it. Have you? Did you see the uh, last one, Kristen? Yeah, I did. Did I you did. like it? I... Ooh, did and I didn't. <laughs> you know, there was stuff that I enjoyed about it. I thought it was filmed well. Um, I especially enjoyed the steady cam sh- like shots in it. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, artistically, I thought it was beautiful. I love the the shots. Um, I even like the podcast angle because I was like, oh, that's so that's so meta, right? Yeah. Like that's happening right now. But uh, again, I was like, you guys, he's not even that fast of a walker. Like I don't understand <laughs> how he keeps catching up to you. Yeah. He's just like strutting along and. You guys still can't, like, evade him. It's just crazy. Um, but back to Halloween Resurrection. So a lot of the complaints I see are here in these podcasts is, like, about Buster Rhymes. But actually, I didn't realize until I rewatched that he lived the whole time. I thought, I in my head, I had him dying, like, mid-movie. But he's the hero. He saves the day. Um, and I was just like, how do you guys hate that? Like... Buster Rhymes is doing karate against Michael Myers. Yeah. It's, it's like the most very it's... ineffective karate. Ineffective, and he's like, <laughs> like when he's in the hotel room and he's watching. Uh, who is it? Is it uh, Chun? It, not Chun Li. I my can't. God. Re- I can't remember. Um, but he's watching the movie, and then the main girl knocks on the door. And he's like, "I can't do it," and he's like, "Of course you can do it. Believe in yourself. You yeah. was kind. You was smart. You was important. You was about to get exploited." <laughs> um, you was great about to scene. get exploited. <laughs> But, you know, speaking of which, Buster's acting skills are there. Yeah. I was shocked when I rewatched it. I was like, oh, he's he's good. He's not bad. He's not terrible. I, actually, Buster is really likable. And it's funny because, like, I have another, like, member of Flip Mode that I stand as an actor, Rod Digga, which we'll talk about. Yes, when we get we're going to talk about Rod Digga. When we get to that 13 Ghosts. But, um, yeah, I think he was perfectly likable and really rootable and had great comedic timing. Great comedic timing and believable as this, like, asshole-ish, like, guy who's starting this... Um, company you know scare or whatever it's called and danger yeah danger which i actually like now because there's so many reality shows that it fits like 2002 was the cusp of those reality shows For sure. so the whole premise actually fits like yeah of course they would put a couple of stupid kids in michael myers house and try to scare them like so the story actually works for me it's just the execution of it like i said a, a standalone horror film if we're not talking michael myers fine it's absolutely fine but 
in the vein of the whole series, it's not Michael Myers, right? It's just, it's just not. So, but the thing is, I was listening to a podcast. I'm not going to call them out, but it was obviously a bunch of white guys. And they're like, Buster wasn't even like relevant <laughs> in, in, in 2000. I was like, excuse me? And I ran to my Twitter right away and like posted all his music videos. I was like, you mean Buster who did a duet with Janet Jackson? You mean Buster who did <laughs> Pass the Cavassier? He wasn't relevant in 2002? It really made me mad. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast. I was like, I'm yeah. sick of you guys disrespecting our icons. Buster Rhymes, let's make this very, very clear, is a pioneer, is a hip hop pioneer. And a lot of the people you hear today would be nowhere if he didn't exist. Absolutely. Lyrical genius. Flow is immaculate. Great actor. I mean, had some of the most, like, Vanguardian, I don't know if that's a word, but fuck it. He's worth inventing a word. The most Vanguardian music, music videos, videos of the time. It was him and Missy, really, who were yes. sort of... Pushing, pushing the envelope, the envelope on for hip hop, like doing everything you see now. You see everyone doing the green screen and the tech and all and the the, uh, the treatments or whatever high end treatments. That was them, Missy and Busta, doing that consistently before everyone else. So there will be no Busta Rhymes disrespect, no slander, hands on sight. And then our girl, I'm not going to disrespect her either. Tyra Banks, look, she was that girl. Two thousand two, that was her year. She was Victoria's Secret. Uh, supermodel. She was again doing, and she's not a bad actress. She's not. I mean, she was on several shows. Several shows. Yeah, yeah. What? What? What was the one? Uh, Fresh the, Prince. Fresh Prince. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I think a lot of people forget that. Like she's not. She's true to this, honey. She is not new to this. She's been acting since she's been on the scene. Yeah. Um. And we all know life size. And she's she's wonderful. Tyra is wonderful. And what she does in this film is she brings a nice lightness air to it. And she's so pretty. It's just pretty to look at. But I will say they did her dirty. We didn't see her die. <laughs> you know what? You know what pisses me off? They have a gratuitous ass shot of her. But we can't even, like, her death got cut. Her death got cut. If you want to see Tyra Banks' death in this movie, you can find it on YouTube. And they actually use a still of Michael behind her for, like, the box cover. If you, if you Google that, it's just, like, her watching the monitors and Michael Myers is right behind her, but they actually cut her death scene because we were going through the film and Chris texted me like, girl, did I, did I fall asleep? Where did Tyra die? And I was like, <laughs> we're supposed to believe that she's dead. After Busta gives Mike that like ridiculous roadmap, like, you know, she's in the shed, you know, and the door's <laughs> unlocked and there's a chainsaw by the door that's already full of gas. Busta was setting her like, up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so she doesn't she doesn't die on camera. Um, I mean, she she did. They they filmed it, but they didn't put it in the film, which I think is kind of crazy. I'm like, how do you just have? Why is she here if you're not going to kill her on screen? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and not unless to- she is Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, we crack something. Alternate universe. Alternate Michael universe. Verse. It's Michael verse. It's actually uh, Nora. Nora is Michael Myers. Oh, man. Wait, I like that idea. I'd write that movie. Yeah, I like that much better. She's pissed off. She's smiling. You know, like Kristen's doing right now. Is she's planning <laughs> to kill us all eventually. Like you, Because Nora, you could tell working for Freddie. She's. I think she was also dating him, yeah. too. They, she kept calling him honey and, or whatever. She And he was an asshole. So she's probably like, I'm going to fuck all y'all up. Just watch. Like, <laughs> I'm going to turn off all these he cameras. He probably cheated on her with like a Kardashian lookalike. Right. He kept hitting all the girls anyway. So she's yeah. like, I'm just going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go off. She was dunzo bunzo with the bullshit. Yeah. So I like that idea. Um, they should have went with that. <laughs> Nora, Nora is the killer. But Sean Patrick Thomas dies on screen. <sighs> 
Did you hear that deep sigh? If not, I'm gonna do it again. <sighs> so, so everyone, re- refresh your memory. Son, uh, Sean Patrick Thomas, who also was an icon during this time, say the yes. last dance. He was in a lot of. He was always that token black guy, and I think they made fun of it. And in, in like one of those uh, spoof movies, they're like, "Oh, we oh, need a token yeah. black guy." And, yeah, and it's Sean SPT. He, yeah, during that time period, he was always if there was one black character, that was him. <laughs> he took all the roles. Um, but he's in this playing Rudy Grimes, who wants to be a chef. And Rudy walks in and he can't, he talks about dieting and how, and he lectures Michael on how if he had more iron in his diet, maybe he wouldn't be so murderous. And I was like, Rudy, what are you doing, dude? He's about to kill you. Like, don't lecture me about my diet. You don't know me. It made no sense. And honestly, the whole self-sacrificing black friend trope is just such a bore, such a snooze. And I feel like they played it out where like, hey, I'm going to distract myself so that, you know, pretty white final girl can get away. Was it, who, was it Sarah, the brunette, or was it the blonde? No, it, it was, was the brunette. Because the blonde had yeah, already and, got her and head chopped Busta off. Busta tried to save her. Everyone was trying to save Sarah yeah. in this movie. Girl, she's not that special. Yeah, I hate that I, the blonde, Katie Sackoff, uh, yeah. you know, love you. Love Go Katie. Starbuck to my Battlestar Galactica fans. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, just a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, he distracts Michael by um, going to the kitchen where all the knives are. <laughs> Good job, uh, Rudy. You really thought this one through. And um, and then the scene is like he tries to hit Michael. Michael grabs his wrist and then grabs his other wrist. And then what does he do? He like does this weird fucking jujitsu lock and like somehow like straightens his arms out and lifts his whole body by his straightened arms and then somehow also holds him in that position and stabs him with a knife. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, where are three hands? He's like that, <laughs> that, what is that God that has all the hands? I'm just like, it's just Michael, what is, that's pretty impressive. And then Sean dies or Rudy dies. Um, and we actually have some, a segment we're going to do later called Time of Death. We're going to give you the exact minute to second where the black people die in this film if you've been listening you know you've heard this already um but at the end of the day busta lives tyra dies sean dies but busta lives and it's a kind of a fake out because at first we think oh michael got him and then it's like oh he's back and he's kicking michael's butt and they kick him through a window and michael ends up what falling into a rope string uh, like almost strangling yeah like hanging which is a a recall back to the opening scene with his sister. Yeah. You guys, if you know anything about scripts. Um, uh, then, of course, they put him in the gurney and, and Busta said, turn the cameras off. <laughs> we're not. Something something stupid. Like, we're not. You know, and it's just show his arc that, you know, he was once a, a hungry exec, but now he's changed. <laughs> All it took was mass murder. All it took was mass murder. My favorite scene, though, is when Busta dresses as Michael and he's talking to Michael. <laughs> and he, because he thinks Michael is the assistant who obviously has been gone for hours. And like, you guys, that assistant hasn't been seen since the beginning of the movie. And you're just now noticing, like, and he's like, where have you been? And he starts punch, like pushing Michael. Yeah. And Michael's just like taking it. I was like, Michael, what are you? I don't know if Michael was shook. Like, oh shit, that's me. Like, <laughs> like that Spider-Man meme. Like, yeah, like you. Or or just Michael was just like, or Michael likes to be dominated. Maybe he he's a bottom. Or he's a bottom. No. We're not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like, top me. Like he liked it. He I could see I could see Michael being a sub. I could see him being a sub. For sure. Yeah. Like, because no one's killing. ever stood up to him. Yeah. And and the people that do, he kind of is just like, oh, this is interesting. Like, oh, tell me more. Like, oh. Like even Lori, when she like 
finally kisses him and pushes him off, he's like, oh my God, girl, we could have been friends. Like, oh. at the end. <laughs> like, um, no, but uh, yeah, so I thought that was a funny scene because normally Michael would have like, I mean, if it was Jason, Jason would have been like, oh, yeah, and, oops, <laughs> and kicked your butt off. But Michael was just kind of like, all right, well, all right, I'm going to go. All right, cool. I'm going to go this way then. Like, <laughs> you, do, you do what you got to do. I, I'm gonna, I have some other yeah. people to kill. So. See you in an hour. Yeah. I mean, we'll circle back to this. <laughs> We're coming back to this. Like, let's table Put this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't get that. I, I really think it's because Michael likes to be nominated. And I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for that, but that's fine. We're allies here. We are. <laughs> let's wrap up this fun segment because that was great. Um, do you have our time of deaths? I have our time of deaths. If Kristen will pass me the phone. Kristen, do you have anything to add to this illuminating conversation that we had about Halloween <laughs> H2O? Oh, wait, no, shoot. Halloween Resurrection. I just thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I, like, look for that in horrors just to have a good time. We'll go out with, like, friends or watch it at home. Um, it was a good time. <laughs> See? See, there's no Halloween hate here. Look, yes, we know it's not the best movie of the franchise. Yes, it has its problems. But yeah, like you said, it was enjoyable. Like, I enjoyed watching it. The stupid part is those kids watching on the internet (laughs) at the party. I don't think it needed that at all. I was like, what is the point? It could have been just him by himself. He didn't have to go to the party. He said he was going to stay at home and watch her episode. So like, why? Like, why take him to the party? <laughs> it's like, first of all, how do you even connect to somebody's internet in 2002 like that? It's not like you could just plug in the fucking Wi-Fi password. You got to bring like a cable and then do a little dance and say a little prayer. He was shit. like, hey, you guys, can you get off the phone line? Like, I'm trying to watch. <laughs> like, I'm trying to watch the show. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, chill. There was no dial up noise. I didn't buy that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like other people from the party come watch. I'm like, oh, this is like you guys are at a party. Like drinking, and you want to watch this 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 show that's live in live streaming. I was like, that's a yeah. good ass feed. Like, there's no way. <laughs> like, Not our Periscope in- still have issues. Right? Um, so they're way ahead of their times. But the funny thing is, the text messages, like her phone, it literally <sighs> would come up like one letter at a time. And I was like, why? Why is it doing that? And <laughs> like, it always had punctuation. He's no in the house! Exclamation! 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 <laughs> Oh, God. Like, thank you. I, I needed the four exclamation points to understand that he's in the house. He's gone. I was like, you're not helping. You're really. And why not just call him? Yeah, true. <laughs> like, true. Bad reception, are... but the internet works, but not. <laughs> right. But... She's able to get these clean ass texts out. But instead of being like, yo, can you just give me a live? Like, your texts are coming in a little slow. I need a live play. <laughs> play me back. Um, you know what? Now, if it was re- to be remade now, they'd be FaceTiming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, he's right. But he- he's gone. He's over there. I saw him. Um, yeah, that that part of it was stupid. But I really enjoyed our black people in it. I and did. one lived. One yeah, lived. Busta and his majestic dreads. And just so we're clear, everyone, um, I'm, a, I'm me and Chris, uh, Cece, me and Cece, are a bit older than you, Kristen. So we remember this a little more vividly. During that time period, everyone was putting rappers and hip-hop artists, R&B artists, in their films. You know why? Because they quickly realized, as they are still realizing today, that the black market was a lot of money. This mm-hmm. is why uh, Tommy Hilfiger started using hip-hop people to promote his clothing, because that untapped black market, they realized, oh, there's a fan base there that will go see their favorite artists. So if we insert Usher, if we insert Radiga, if we insert Tyra or Busta, then we'll have people that will come see our films. So... 
when you talk crap about these people saying they're not relevant, no, no, no. This is why the movie got made, because they had yeah. our names in them. Like, we'll talk about the faculty later, um, but Usher is in that, and that was a big draw for me <laughs> at that time. Yeah. Who else was in it? Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood. Yeah, everyone was in it, like, now. Yeah, but... but for, at like, that time, it was they were no one. Unless you'd seen The Good Son. Exactly. At that time, they weren't... Like, he didn't... This is pre-Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay, we're talking... And then, um, from H2O... What's her friend? Uh, Hartnett. Josh yes. Hartnett. That was only his second movie, The Faculty. He did H- H2O and then The Faculty. So he wasn't like Josh Hartnett as we know it now. But you know who was? Usher. Usher was that dude at that time. And that was the draw for people. So that's why this show is important because we want to celebrate those artists because we I, we understand CC and I as Black women and Kristen as an ally understand that we have contributed a lot to this genre, but we haven't received a lot from this drama. Say it again genre. for the people in the back. We have contributed a lot to this genre, but we have not received a lot from this genre. Okay. Shout out to Jordan Peele. All right. <laughs> now it's time for our Time of Death segment. All right. So we have Sean Patrick Thomas, Rudy Grimes, one hour and six minutes. It's pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, they were they were pushing it. Uh, pushing the envelope a little yeah. bit. Problematic he, I mean, phase. literally the movie ended 20 minutes after he died. Yeah. So, because they wanted the black people to stay, did they? <laughs> I thought they were just counting up bodies, <laughs> but it was pretty strong. Good for you, Sean. Um, Tyra, not on camera, so but I assume she died shortly after Buster was, you know, <laughs> leading the way to Michael. Like, hey, she's after, in the back <laughs> after he gave him the ways route, to- right? <laughs> he gave him the ways route. Um, she didn't last. Buster, it was an hour and 14 minutes. So six minutes after Sean, it was a fake out, though. Then uh, he comes back and he saves the day. Um, I also wrote, oh, there, there's also a black cameraman at the very end of the movie who asks a question. He lives. So I, I, don't, I didn't get his name, uh, but um, I wanted to include him because we, we leave no one out in this. So that wraps up Halloween Resurrection for us. Any other final notes about this iconic film? <laughs> Um, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, no. I Kristen, final thoughts? Halloween Resurrection? Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's on Amazon. Yeah. It's on Amazon. You can rent it. Uh, you can stream it on iTunes for like $3.99. Um, if you haven't seen it in a while, just check it back again. Yeah, just don't take it too seriously. Remember the alternate universe. You know, maybe smoke a little little ganch first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and enjoy the ride. All of that. All right, you guys. So thank you so much for joining us at Afro Horror. Uh, this has been Charday Sellers, Chris Courtney Martin, and Kristen. I don't want to give your last name because I don't want people attacking you since you're on our social media, <laughs> since you're the one taking social media. But Kristen's here. Um, thank you so much, you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Afro Horror is edited by PJ Vernetti with logo designed by Jaron Hempel. All episodes were recorded at Envision Media Space in Burbank, California. You can find us on Twitter at Afro Horror Pod, as well as on Instagram and Facebook under at Afro Horror. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Also, check out our website, www.afrohorror.com, for show notes and extra features. No copyright infringement was intended while recording this show.